0: Prepare your heart to be moved by God through the preaching and teaching of His Word as delivered at Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. Okay, let me just prophesy from the Spirit. I know we're still having to deal with some uh, protocols with the pandemic, but I come to let you know the pandemic is over. was never God's intent for us to stay in the house it was necessary for a season but that season is coming to an end are you hearing me and it's now time to do what God has called us to do on the other side of pandemic When I say that, that doesn't mean we don't operate in wisdom, you know, but we better get back doing to what God has called us to do because the sheep are going astray and sheep need a shepherd. I know some folk are are enjoying online. See, I know y'all don't want to hear this. It's okay though, but I'm an apostle. I come to set order on some things in our mindsets because there are some ministries that will not open back up because of how leadership handled the pandemic. No secular prophets are saying that we won't ever come back to the house of God, but that's a lie from the pit of hell. There are some gifts won't operate online. There are some things you got to call for an elder to come and lay hands. (laughs) Okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. I just come to let us know we don't operate in fear and we have to search ourselves to make sure there's no fear because if you can go to your job you can come to the house of God if you can go to a restaurant you can come to the house of God if you can go to a movie you can come to the house of God Are you hearing me now? I'm not telling you that you don't have to have wisdom. I need you to hear me. But what I am saying, though, whatever you do, mask on or mask off, your trust better be in God and not the mask. All right. All right. Are we ready? Reserved and preserved for upgrade. That's what I'm going to talk about today. Reserved and preserved for upgrade. Foundation scripture, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14. And by the way, uh, the eyes are improving. See, there are some things we have to be mindful of. They are not creating and inventing stuff because they love you. The spirit of mammon has overtaken it. Are you hearing me? I started, I, I've got to do eight infusions. I started my first one in November once I got approved because the medicine is just crazy. The cost. But it's in the thousands of dollars, it's just crazy. But God provided a way for that. But then when I started my infusion, they stopped manufacturing the med because the money was in the vaccine. I don't want you to be deceived. Uh, The money was in making of the vaccine. And so all the manufacturers stopped making certain meds to make the vaccine because of the money, not because they love you. (laughs) Oh, but God is still good in the midst of it. I, I say, God, I still trust you. And they finally resolved the issue uh, in April, and we started back our treatments, and they are going down. And then once they go down, I don't talked about too many cross-eyed people. I've talked about them, (laughs) but I've had a sympathy now. you know and but I trust me they will I will have to have another surgery so they will straighten out so they'll work together because for me cross eyes don't go work with good looks so I just want to get that straight but they are improving they are going down hallelujah and I'm just grateful to God so you know we're going back to work they're calling us back in and all but I have two years to go (laughs) where I'm coming I'm going to the house cause some folk get on my nerves the older I get (laughs) see once you get a certain age you really just don't care So I'm going to the house. Hallelujah. Because it's time for us now to do what God has called us to do. Because there are sons and daughters I must birth. There are some folk I must upgrade hallelujah. See, when you understand who God is, you don't even know how to act in certain things. And I, I so, I'm so glad to see, I, I call them Bishop Hall, you know, and, and Audrey and Amber, them are my girls. Hallelujah. Them are my girls. Hallelujah. First time I've seen them in a while. But I, I, part of this message is for y'all. I'm going to bring clarity To your adversity. Because sometimes we give uh, the devil too much credit. When God is simply upgrading us. Hallelujah. 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 You have to. We just have to know sometimes the times and seasons and get the wisdom of God on some matters. Uh, They called me on Thursday and told them told me my uh, dad's oldest son, which happens to be my brother. Passed away. I told him, just let me know when the funeral I'll come show my face. I say, but I got work to do. (laughs) Some people say, well, you're just so insensitive. I'm not insensitive. It was his time to go, so I let him go. Amen. Amen. Quality of life is important to me. I don't want you to be around here with no good quality of life. And like I told my brother when my father passed, and I don't know why I'm saying this here, but I'm trying to prepare you. Somebody in the audience need to hear this. I told my brother when my father was not doing well, I said, I'm coming to Atlanta and I will look at him. And when I look at him, I will determine whether or not he should stay or not. I got to Atlanta at a quarter to four five minutes before my father was gone because I said God, quality of life is important. And I, I refuse to have him here suffering just to say he's here. <laughs> Some of us have become selfish in our anger. We've become selfish in our emotions. We become selfish in our desires. And there comes a point you must submit to the will of God even when it doesn't feel good, even when it is not the right outcome that you want. You have to get to the place to say God, I trust you. Are y'all hearing me? Because there are some folk that are going home and we've got to be ready. All right, I'm off. Let's, uh, let's get off of that now. Let's get off of that. Hebrew, mother, I'm glad to see you, mother. I see you, mother. I see you. Yes. Hebrews 5. See, some of you can't appreciate that, but I can see, mother. See, <laughs> See, I can see you. See, there was one time I could see two of you. See, Hebrews 5, 14, but solid food belongs to those who are of what full age. That is those who, by reason of use, reason of use, have their senses exercised to what? Both good. Babies can't discern when trouble comes. But when you have exercised your senses and you've been using what God has given you, then you have the, uh, the ability to discern both good and evil. In other words, by reason of use, you, you, you are learning how to operate proficiently in your craft. And this is where we need to end up. Romans 8, 19. I'm just giving you the foundation because once I start talking, it's going to be over. Romans 8, 19, it says for the what earnest expectation of the creation, what for the what of the not the prophets, not the apostles, not the evangelists, pastors, teachers, not your master position, whatever title you have attached yourself. The earth is not waiting on that. It's waiting for the manifestation Of the sons in other words the earth will not become what God said until your relationship God is intact and that your relationship is so that when you speak you're speaking it sounds like God that there is no contradiction in what you are saying and so when the earth hears your voice they hear God's voice So the upgrade ultimately will end up in your looking and acting and being God. I know you don't want to hear that. Hallelujah. Because your title sounds better. But your title without power means absolutely nothing to me. And I'm sick of folk with titles but have no real power. I'm sick of people saying they're apostles but can't even heal a headache. I'm sick of folk that got titles but can't live right how can you deliver me out of something that can't, don't work for you I, I, I'm sick of this here you talking about you. I'm just living my truth you don't have a truth because truth outside of the word of God is not truth and just because a, a person in the body is popular don't mean they write Just because you passionate don't mean you right. You can be passionately wrong. If what you believe don't line up to the word of God, then you got to make some changes or else you are in error. Merriam Webster says upgrade means to increase, rise, improvement. She said it means to extend the usefulness of. The reason we get upgraded is because we're supposed to have better features. It's supposed to raise the quality of the thing. If you go through a drive-through and you place an order, if they got good customer service techniques and skills, They will ask you if you would like to upgrade your order by getting larger fries and supersizing your drink. We upgrade our cell phones for the bells and whistles. We upgraded because the new model is supposed to have a better operating system that is supposed to be more user friendly. Your old phone works and it serves your needs, but it has its quirks. But the problem in the body of Christ is we learn workarounds for the things that don't work like they're supposed to. In other words, we are learning to live with what doesn't work properly because we become familiar with its functions and operating systems. But when we get an upgrade, the upgrade forces a new way of thinking and operating. Either you will advance or you will become stagnated new phones have new features but we must take the time to learn the how to operate the new phone in order to maximize its fullest potential okay now what am I saying cuz you understand cell phones now I'm not talking about you but if you still have a flip phone You are out of date and there are some things your flip phone can't do that the new phones can do right now. Are you hearing me? So you have to compensate for the inability of your flip phone's functions. Are you hearing me? And some of us have gotten comfortable in workarounds. We don't want to upgrade so we'll figure out a way around not dealing with what I need to upgrade in the area that I need to upgrade in. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Ah, let me switch this thing for a minute. There is a glory coming that we have not yet known and he wants to use all of us to work with him confirming his words with signs and wonders but this next move our upgrade will be us working from a place of glory and not from gifting hallelujah let me explain that I'm sick of folk operating from their gift but your gift can't keep your character But when you operate from a place of glory, you create an environment whereby God can move. And when God comes in the room, everything acts like God. If there is sin in the camp, we repent. When God comes in the room, it's about holiness. It's about, Daddy, what you want to do, I'm willing to do it. It's not about my gift, but it's about, Daddy, what do you desire? And we got too much flesh on parade now. But there's a glory that's coming where it's about daddy. Where we will experience the presence and the power of God in the earth. Subduing every enemy of our soul. We will move into the things of God based on our inner desire and love for God. And not from a legalistic position of obligation. Hallelujah. In this upgrade, we are an embassy that serves as an outpost in a foreign nation. This embassy itself is not considered territory of the nation it resides in, but it's territory of the nation the embassy represents. When the embassy is attacked, it is considered an attack on the nation itself. Within the embassy are ambassadors, and they reside in the foreign land and often depend upon its services for food, utilities, and so forth. But as much as they might like that land, their citizenship and allegiance are to their home country country what am I saying in this next upgrade you got to know you in this world but you not of this world yeah. Hallelujah that the media is not dictating your attitude that you got to be careful to discern the information that's coming in because the information that's coming in is shaping your way of thinking and I want you to know that's intentional because it's a hint of truth but it's a lot of their personal opinions and man's vain philosophy don't you be deceived God is still in control you need to understand that God's will is going to be done that we are salt and light in the earth and as the upgrade is coming God is turning his will and his purposes in our lives to do what he has called us to do say upgrade. upgrade do you want to be upgraded Do you want to be upgraded? Stop then with the workarounds and get a new system. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Philippians 3 20 and 21, it says, For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body that we may be conformed by his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able, even to subdue all things to himself. Now, are we ready to work? I got to move quickly. I know because my time is getting by me. Are we ready? Can we move a little quickly? All right. Same. First upgrade. I've been anointed for purpose. Hallelujah. 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 I'm sick of folk don't know who they are. (laughs) You 40 years old. You still don't know who you are. How your mama dead and gone. Stop blaming your mama get over it y'all hear me stop using your mom and dad as an excuse I didn't have a dad that didn't learn how to be a daddy yeah, stop using that as an excuse get around your pastor get around some other men that are good fathers and learn from them stop making excuses I'm sick of your behind 40 years old talking about uh, 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 mama did this and I didn't get that okay read a book do something spell it I don't care but do better it's time for you to stop making excuses yeah. I'm talking about stop you and workarounds. Stop making excuses. It's time. Now. It is time now for us to become what God said. Are you hearing me? All right. The first, uh, the first upgrade is we've been anointed for a purpose. I'm going to talk about David, and we're going to be moving real quick. Is that okay? Hallelujah. First Samuel 16:13. It says, "Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers, and the what." Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose and went to Ramah. Here it is David is anointed to be what? King. He's anointed to be king, but he goes back to the sheep. Yes, <laughs> are, you hear, are you hearing me? Yes, he was anointed to be king, but he went back to the sheep. Why? Because even though he was anointed, he wasn't developed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah he wasn't anointed yet for a developed to be the king even though he was anointed for the position it's interesting how we train you in the state but you don't want to be trained in the house hallelujah hallelujah when you we have probationary period when we hire you on the state but you don't want to go through probation in the church we want you cause you got a good gift you don't that don't mean nothing but do you know how to operate your gift Hallelujah! So even though you are anointed for purpose, you got to learn how to function, which means you got to go through development. Yeah. Hallelujah! And this is how it happens: Genesis one and two. It says the earth was what, without form and void, and darkness was on the what face of the deep, and the spirit of God what who was what moved? Or He hovered over the face of the world. See, the problem is the Holy Ghost ain't hovered over some of us see oh, yeah. see that's where the problem is you are anointed it for purpose but you got to let the Holy, holy Ghost hover yeah. see hovering means. see notice the pattern see if you see the pattern in Scripture if you follow the pattern you'll get God's results yeah. it says before God created the spirit had to hover yeah. Ooh, I know you don't want to hear it yeah. see we want to hear but we don't want him to hover yeah. Hallelujah, but before you can hear God the spirit must hover over you see and what that hovering means It means like a mother hen how she hovers over her over her little infants her birds Why because the mother knows you got to fly in order for you to fly see you want to stay in the nest and you want me to Do everything for you, but no so what the mother does she gets over those birds and she begins to create a wind and she begins to create an environment where they will learn how to fly Why? Because if they stay in the nest, they won't ever get into purpose. Some of us want a gift, but we don't want God to hover over us. Because before you can operate in purpose, you got to understand he's got to deal with the chaos in your life. He's got to deal with the void. He's got to deal with the darkness. I'm sick of the public failures. I'm sick of with us making excuses how we get into position. And then we don't have the character to remain there. So the first thing he does for the upgrade, he hovers. and when he hovers over us, he begins to blow. God breath, the breath of God, the breath of God, the breath of God. He breathes on us. and when he breathes, then he creates. And at that moment when he hovers over you, he speaks to you. He upgrades your life where there was chaos, where there was void and where there was darkness, he now speaks. And when he speaks, his words now bring you into order. Let me tell you, when God saved you, he delivered you. I'm sick of these folk talking about I'm struggling. You ain't struggling. The struggle is in your decision. It ain't in what he did. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You became new. You just got to now have your mind transformed and you got to learn how to walk in the spirit. It ain't a, it ain't, it's a, it's a issue of when you fall in love with him, where your heart is, that's where your treasure will be. Are you hearing me? It is hard for believers to sin when he captures your heart. The problem is a love issue. You don't love God because if you love Him, you'll keep His commandments. Yeah. See, when we used to leave the house, my parents used to remind me, Remember whose you are. Yeah. And that's what they would tell us when we leave out the house. In other words, you don't represent yourself, you represent us. So remember who you are when you leave the house. We don't forget whose we are. Yeah. See, you can't cuss people out and then raise and then open your mouth and say, Lift holy hands. Yeah. See, I've been owning in my church. Yes, I'm saying no, you ain't got no business cussing and carrying on in the body of Christ. I don't care what nobody say, I don't care how popular it is, you can't have bitter and sweet coming out of your mouth. If God don't cuss, why you cussing? You, you just got to learn a different way of expressing yourself. And see, I know how it works because I got a PhD in cussing. Hallelujah. Before I was speaking in tongues, I was a proficient cusser. But when I fell in love with God, I had to make a decision that there is something that he upgraded my life. And because he upgraded my life, I had to learn how to get upgraded in my thoughts and in my language. So first he upgraded me to purpose, so I had to say, no, I'm not going to act like that anymore. Oh yeah, there sometimes I may have messed up, but I'm going to grow in this thing because now my life has purpose. And so now David, know he has purpose, he's anointed, but he has to go back to the sheep. Are you hearing me? Why? Because he has to go through development. Chaos isn't an enemy to be conquered. it is a formless mass to be loved and fostered into. see when God hovers over you he comes to heal you and give you purpose so you can deal with the void and the chaos that's been in your life see the Holy Ghost will lead and guide you into all truth and the Holy Spirit will tell you when you are wrong husbands the Holy Ghost will tell you when to shut your mouth wives the Holy Ghost will tell you when to be quiet hallelujah he'll tell you no 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 reconcile he'll tell you don't say that he will why I'm talking about when he gives you purpose and you understand who you are you will learn to submit to him are you hearing me I'm talking about the process of upgrade it starts with development of character and conduct see we done put enough gifted people up front and we didn't check their character Your gift is no better than your character. You can't prophesy to me with nine babies out of wedlock. Go sit your behind down, get your flesh under control, and upgrade your life so that what's coming out of your mouth first works for you. Then you come and tell me. You're not even qualified to go from the embassy if you have not passed the test. Oh, are you hearing me? Oh, my time is gone. Oh, it's oh I'm like five minutes to 12. Oh, wow. Wow, wow. What time do we normally get out? What Whew. that's a, oh my God! So y'all go, first upgrade—he anoints us the purpose. He gives us the gift, but the gift has to be developed. Are you hearing me? And your development is—I'm gonna deal with your character. Yes, I, I, I. I let, me, let me, let me, touch it. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna jump off this right here. You can't. You ain't no more fashionable than me. Are you hearing me? But if I can't get in the flow and get somebody delivered, I don't need to wear these pants. <laughs> if I've been called to lead worship, if my suit is so tight that I can't worship and humble myself, then I don't need to wear that suit for worship when I'm leading it. Because it's not about me, it's about him. And it's about the assignment oh but that's just old school no it ain't old school it's when you have to become proficient in what God is saying what you have to understand is you got to once you have been anointed you've got to manage what he done placed on you you got to become proficient in your craft and I'm sick of average Negroes in the body of Christ I'm sick of average you want to be like everybody else because it's okay for them but it ain't okay for me I'm more than Average when he saved me, when he filled me, when he gave me gifts and talent, he gave me more than just being average. He placed good and very good on my life. So if it ain't good, then I gotta keep going until it becomes good and move from there to greater. Yes, sir. Yeah. So he first anoints me for purpose, then he anoints me for praise. Hallelujah. If you can't praise God in the midst of adversity, you ain't ready for public ministry hallelujah that's the second upgrade hallelujah I was so grateful some of you started dancing up in here why because that lets me know in the midst of it if you understand that when something's going on in your life what's going on in your life don't reflect how you praise God because my estimation of him don't change even though it hurts he's still good hallelujah even though I've had to go through some stuff he's still good I've had to hold on to a door but he's still good it don't matter I've been anointed to praise Why? Because praise is going to produce my next upgrade. Hallelujah. You need to understand how do I know it because see I have been made in the furnace of affliction. Hallelujah. It wasn't when I learned to write songs with it. It wasn't when I told you how to touch three people and all of that. But I was made in the furnace of affliction that I had to learn how to bless God at all times and his praise had to continually Be in my mouth. I had to learn how to make my abode in him my boast in the Lord when my flesh didn't feel like it are you hearing me so first and he upgrades my purpose and he ups, he upgrades me in praise that's my second upgrade second Samuel two and four it says it like this here then the men of Judah came and here they anointed David what King over the house of Judah and they told David, saying, The men of Jabesh Gilead were the ones who buried Saul. Let me help you out here. David is in a pasture. Not because he wanted to be, but because they thought while he was out there, he, they, the animals were killing. Because, and I don't, the backdrop, you have to read the backdrop of the story. But, uh,. David's brother was upset because they thought that his mama had stepped uh, uh, out on his daddy. And they were angry with him and they thought he was an illegitimate child. And so they put him out there hoping that the lions and the bears would kill him. But what they put him in was his development. Because with the sheep, he learned to worship. Hallelujah. With the sheep, he learned how to praise with the sheep he understood that God is a protector that God is a healer that God is a restorer that when my enemy shall come up and again come against me I can still lift my hands into God and worship him that even though I don't have an audience with my family I have an audience with him and so in the midst of where you done placed me I have learned how to create it and make it an environment where God can come in see let me tell you uh, your pressure your problems your issues the things that have happened they were just to measure to, to make you who you are because in the midst of it when you can still get a hallelujah out of you see there are some of you in here right now you need to practice your praise hallelujah there are some of you in here right now need to open your mouth I know you got a mask on but behind that mask you need to give God some praise why because it's about your upgrade it's about where you getting ready to go next it's about what God is about to reveal see some of you you can't even get upgraded because you don't know how to deal with where you are right now see you got to understand all the features that God have given you to be successful can I get somebody to open up your mouth right now and begin to bless God Okay. See now, now let me let, let me tell you where the problem is. Let me tell you where the problem is. The problem is you can't do it here what you don't do at your house. You can't do it here what you don't do in the bathroom. You can't do it here what you don't do in your car. You can't do it here when you don't do it on your own. See, your personal worship will be demonstrated in your public worship. All right, time is up. Time is up, gotta move. Hallelujah. Because notice now here, because I, I don't have time to read all the scriptures, in, but in 1 Samuel 16 and 17 and 18, but David is anointed king, but he goes back to the pasture. He goes back to the pasture because he ain't ready for the palace. He has to go through development. And, but notice what happens though. When the spirit comes upon him, the anointing leads Saul. What do you do when your position has a placeholder? What do you do when God says, I have anointed you for the position, but I'm going to keep somebody else in it because you ain't ready for it yet. Because you ain't ready to be upgraded yet. I'm going to anoint you for it, but I still got to take you through process. I still gotta take you through development. I gotta take you back out there to the sheep because I gotta teach you something with the sheep still. I gotta teach you about your worship. I gotta make sure your worship is intact. I gotta make sure you understand that your next upgrade was, is about me. It's not about your degree. It's not about how good your gift is. I need you to know in and of me you can't do nothing without me. I need you to understand that even though I gave you a gift, the gift means nothing if it's not attached to me. You you just become a psychic and I'm ta- I'm sick of the psychics in the body of Christ. I can't call no names, I can't call no names but folk are making money now because they are the secular prophets. Your vloggers now and everybody got an opinion about everybody and they want to talk about everybody but they got character flaws themselves. I see you got to understand that's why you got to go back to the pasture. Why? Because God said I still got to teach you something in the midst of sheep. I got to teach you how to worship because when you can humble yourself under my mighty hand, then I can upgrade you. I can exalt you at the appropriate time. When you can understand that God is still good, that with your PhD you can still reach holy hands. With your PhD you can still pick them up and put them down. When you understand that if it had not been for God... Who is on your side? Where would you be? Yeah, you got the degrees. Yes, you got the house. Yes, you got the cars. But he upgraded me through my praise. How do I know that? How do I know that? Because when the spirit was placed on David, the spirit was lifted off of Saul and an evil spirit began to what torment Saul. Why? Because you have what it takes for the position. Saul is just a placeholder. But how do you handle your placeholder? Determines your upgrade. And so what has to happen now is the worship in your life opens the door for you to get in the palace. You need. I need you to hear me. The worship got him in the palace because whenever the this spirit came upon Saul, they had to say, let's find somebody that is skilled in worship. That's skilled in music that when they start playing, it will release the evil spirit off of the king. So evidently, when David was out there with the sheep he was making a melody that drove somebody else's attention, that somebody else knew he was a worshiper because they had heard him worship. You want to lead somebody's praise team, but the only reason you want to lead them is based on the money, based on the salary. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You can't play no more as a musician because you love God. The first thing you want to know is what's the budget. And so now we have hirelings in the body of Christ. Now, don't get me wrong. I believe musicians ought to be compensated for the work. So it's not an issue. But I need to test your heart first. Hallelujah I need to see do you have the heart posture that if I can't play will you still serve God with your whole heart will you do worship under unto God will you zamar God even when you're not getting paid? See, it got a little quiet then, it? it got a little quiet. But I'm not scared, I'm not scared, hallelujah. Cause see, once you done got hurt one time, you get over everything else. Once you done had one musician leave, it don't hurt you no more. See, cause folk that forgot, I used to know how to play, but I can put a soundtrack on, hallelujah. And there comes a point, we may don't have no musicians, then we have to become the music ourselves. Because these are elements of worship. That ain't worship. And if you can't worship God without them helping you, that's an indictment.
1: Yes, it is.
0: See, uh, I'm talking about upgrade. I'm talking about upgrade. What happens when the musicians can't get here? Can you, can God still come in the room? Can you still worship? Hallelujah. Can musicians lift up holy hands even when they're not playing? Hallelujah. Can musicians worship with their mouths? Hallelujah you don't start me hallelujah I want to see where are the real worshipers because your upgrade is dependent on your worship it's dependent on now that you have been anointed can your worship open your next dimension and so they find Saul they find David because they don't know he's been anointed king because he was anointed in private See, that's another problem. Some of us want everybody there. That's why we go Facebook Live on everything. I don't want to get in trouble. You can't even go to the grocery store without going Facebook Live. You can't even go through the drive-through. But i go on Facebook Live. I had to shut something down at my church. I was on our, our page and, and I looked over that one time and you musician, he ain't listening. He ain't, he better be watching PPM. And my drummer, he had the instrument, he had the Facebook Live up on him and he just beating the drums. And I looked at him, I said, if you don't cut that mess off, I said, worship ain't about you. It's about him. And I don't care who's following you. It ain't about you. Are you hearing me? Worship is under him. I'm talking about we got to learn how to upgrade. I was in a service and I was trying to minister to the pastor. And I couldn't effectively minister to the pastor because of the 12 armor bearers that she had around her and I said God I'm about to get frustrated now I said, "Cause this woman need a breakthrough and I said and she can't even get a tear out of her eye before somebody come and wiping a tear and I said I'm getting sick now because this year I, you know I understand but this is just too much for me now and when I was like Paul when I had gotten vexed in my spirit I started laying hands on all the help I laid out all the armor bearers and I said and my folk knew what I I was doing. I said, "Holy Ghost, get them! Holy Ghost, touch them! Now, get them out the way, move them!" God, I was laying hands; they falling all out. I said, "Now I can minister to the pastor." (laughs) Why? Because worship needed to get to her for her next elevation. Are you hearing me? Hallelujah! And so, worship opened the door. And so, even though David is anointed for the palace, he's not ready to occupy the position. But the praise opens the door to get him there because David goes in and out whenever they, uh, uh, Saul is, is vexed, they call him. But then David goes back to the sheep. He keeps going back and forth. But then there comes a point where now, though, God said, I'm getting ready to give you your next elevation. I'm getting ready to anoint you for your position, to place you in the position now. I've anointed you for purpose, I've anointed you to praise, and you've learned that. He says, now I'm getting ready to anoint you to remain and stay in the position that I called you to. See, it's, not, it's one thing to be called, but it's another one to manage your call. See, you can start a church, but 20 years will you still be in church? Will you still be in existence in 20 years? See, a lot of folks starting, but they ain't stopping. I, I, I messed with a guy right now. I told him, I said, "You got a two-week anointing." He, uh, he, uh, he, uh, he was installed as pastor, and then two weeks later, he shut the ministry down. And I called him. I said, "So God gave you a two-week anointing." You ain't even give it time to work. You ain't pass out no flyers or nothing. You done shut the ministry down already. I said. So the question I have to ask you: Did God call you? Because if God called you, He that begun a good work will complete it. See, when God starts something, oh, you got to know He's Alpha. You ain't have to understand that He's Omega. Because if He started it, when whatever He starts, don't stop until He tell it to stop. Are you hearing me? So the next upgrade. Oh so now though position, he says, I've anointed you for purpose. I've anointed you with praise. He said, now I'm getting ready to anoint you to get in position and possess it. Yeah. Are you hearing me? The next anointing is for possession. Are you hearing me? Get ready for possession. Hallelujah. And so, but Amber, y'all, this is, I'm, I'm going to try to get through this real quick. Pastor, in order to get to possession, you must deal with Goliath because your possession is hidden behind Goliath. Worship opens up the place of promise, but it doesn't put you in the position of promise. You must be trained for the position, but your position of promise is hidden behind Goliath. What is a Goliath? Goliath represents big enemies, giant problems. Who? Giants like losing a brother, losing a baby. Are you hearing me? Losing a loved one unexpectedly, and there is no rhyme or reason for it. I'm talking about those are giants. I ain't talking about headaches. I'm talking about when your heart is broken. When things are snatched out of you, and you seem that you can't even get over it. I'm talking about when you are so hurt to you don't even want to raise your voice to say good morning. You are so hurt, not that you don't love God, but your Goliath is so great. I don't want to preach because this one I can't bear it. I've tried I tried to sing a song, but how could I sing when my hurt was so great? Goliath. A situation that was sent to enslave me, to entrap me. Goliath was supposed to keep me uncovered and keep me hidden. Goliath was supposed to keep me at this level, never to use my upgrade. Goliath was supposed to defy me so I would never become, so the world would never see who I really am. Goliath wanted me to stay into depression depression and oppression Goliath wanted me just to learn how to manage with my heel with my hurt but never wanted me to get over my hurt hallelujah Goliath wanted me to uh, deal with the divorce but never get over the effects of the divorce and some people have been living their lives even after rape after molestation after incest after all of these Goliaths that have come in your life and you have now been just in recovery but recovery is only for a short period of time that they will stay and watch you but after that you got to get out of recovery and start moving and even when you are in pain when you have a baby they'll tell you get her up hallelujah because the doctor know that even in pain you can still stand hallelujah but your Goliath is so great it is so great it's like God I don't feel like singing I don't feel like worshiping I don't feel like putting on clothes I don't feel like brushing my teeth I don't feel like doing anything this pain is so great Anybody been there? (laughs) I'm talking about the truth telling sakes. Hallelujah. That way, within 10 months, you use your mama and your t- daddy. Hallelujah. And you wondering, you know, you take your, I took my kids to see my mama on Saturday and Monday. She was gone. Hallelujah. And I'm like, God, what happened? You know, I'm calling my sister and, and she just goes to take my sister, uh, my niece, until a, a, a dance recital and come back, lays on the sofa, and she is dead and gone at 37 years old. And I'm like, God, how could you? You tell me everything else, but you didn't show me that. Hallelujah and I was devastated and then after I leave the funeral the Holy Ghost begins to speak to me and say when are you going to do what I called you to do and I'm saying I don't want to hear that I am hurting I just bear it my sister don't talk to me about preaching I don't want to preach I don't want to pastor I don't want to prophesy leave me alone And I drive a little further, and family, they over there sleeping. I'm fighting and arguing with a voice. When are you going to do what I called you to do? But the third time, he got my attention. Why? Because he said, I'm going to allow this worship to get you through this here. I'm going to show you how strong you really are. And I know you don't think you're going to get over it right now, but keep coming in my presence. Keep worshiping. Keep moving forward. Keep getting up every morning. He said, I'm going to show you how to slay a Goliath hallelujah hallelujah so this young boy Because it was his dad's fault, because in in, in chapter 17, Jesse tells his dad to tell David, he said, take your brother some food and stuff and go down there and see what's going on with the battle. So it was daddy's fault that sent him out of the house. But notice in chapter 17, you go back and read it at your leisure. This time, David, when he left, he put the sheep in the hands of somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I need y'all to hear me when you're ready for an upgrade. See, when you are ready for an upgrade, you don't leave your position unattended. I'm hurting, but I got some other people can fill in for me. (laughs) You know, I'm getting ready for an upgrade. My worship has kept me here, but now I got to face Goliath. And while I do that, I'm going to leave somebody else in charge that's going to be able to help me until because I feel upgrade in the spirit. Hallelujah. hallelujah. So this time, though, he gave um, the sheep to an attendant and a keeper, and he went to see about his brothers, and he get there, and y'all know the story. Goliath has the whole nation on lockdown. Whole nation, y'all dressed for battle, but ain't nobody fighting. <laughs> oh in old school, we say Goliath was talking trash, selling wolf tickets. Every morning up there, been going on. This battle been going on for a while. Who gonna fight me? Y'all cowards, you punks, you ain't doing nothing. And everybody's standing there listening to this day in and day out. But God behind the scenes was saying, now that David, you have passed that test of praise. Now I'm getting ready to anoint you for position for possession and so now he comes and then let me help, let me help some of y'all like Amber folk gonna be upset with you because you gonna rehearse a set but when you get to church the set ain't gonna work And it's gonna be like the day what he really calling you to is gonna come out. Because am I the only one that hears the preacher? Am I the only one that hears the word of God in her belly? Am I the only one that hear the fire of God? And what God will do, he'll use worship to capture your heart. But he'll now, once that worship captures your heart, he'll now say, I'm getting ready to cause you to possess the position of promise that I have called, that I've really preordained for you. Yeah, you can lead worship, but in addition to worship, there's a call of God to preach the gospel there's a word in your belly. oh and I'm not forgetting uh, Audra hallelujah because the blood still works hallelujah Hallelujah. the blood has not lost its power because when you have had to deal with Goliath, God says, now I must upgrade you into possession that you now will begin to see past Goliath what I really have called you to be, what I have called you to be. come. See, truth gathers you better understand that you have come out of just existing and being another ministry. Now what is God is getting ready to do is make you known to the nation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, no, no, you ain't get excited enough. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got enough churches on corners hallelujah but God says I need an embassy now I need another people that got another focus I gotta see another people that have the heart of God I don't need any more hirelings in the corner I need some worshipers I need some mistress now I need a team I need a people that is willing to show the world who I really am there's a kingly anointing that's caressed. That coming on this house. Yes there's a kingly anointing that God is releasing on this house he said you have passed the test he said and it's been a difficult thing at times and it has been a struggle he said I have corrected wrong mindsets he said I have corrected wrong heart postures but God says I'm getting ready to bring the Davids to the forefront he said God says I'm getting ready to bring those that there have been some folk you've been more in tradition than you have been in relationship but God says I am stirring the Davids in the night hour I'm stirring the Davids in the night season. He says, I'm getting ready to cause that remnant out of the remnant to begin to arise. He says, why? Because you're getting ready to cut the head off of the Goliath. You're getting ready to slay the Goliath. And the Lord said, don't get comfortable and don't be concerned about those that may leave and don't feel like they fit in. That's fine. God said, because this next group, it's going to be based on your heart. It's going to be based on your relationship with me. It's going to be based on what the Spirit is saying. It's going to be based on position. God said you won't say one thing in public and do something else in private. God said the private and the public will become one. God says I'm raising up a nation, an embassy, that when you leave out of this place, everybody know that I will be with you because God said your life will be a praise and a worship, that your life will be signs, wonders, and miracles, that you will go into the workplace, and that when you go into the workplace, you will change the environment and where there was trouble where there was issues where there were things above them you will come and there will be peace the spirit of the Lord said I am raising you up to influence government I'm raising you up for governmental structures I am raising you up to go and affect change in your areas of influence he said but it's hidden behind Goliath so he said today deal with Goliath David says you got that javelin cause see that's a part of killing your Goliath cause I don't even want to talk about how David had to run from Saul see you ain't ready to face Goliath until a javelin been thrown at you Been betrayed, if you ain't been isolated, if you ain't been abandoned, if you ain't been rejected, if you ain't been humiliated, you've ain't, if you haven't been made feel to be feel like an outcast when folk want you to fit in and your gift don't fit with everybody else, if you haven't felt you ain't ready, but for those that have gone through persecution. Those have gone through hurt where it was the Holy Ghost praying through you. You couldn't even, you didn't know how to pray, didn't want to pray. Are you hearing me? You are now ready to possess that kingly anointing. Kingly anointing legislates, kingly anointings rule, kingly anointings implement laws. What is permitted? in heaven will be permitted in the earth because of your influence because of your rule and your reign but it comes when you decide to face Goliath and say you defy my God and now my God will defeat you. Are you hearing me? So David can't use Saul's armor? He can not use natural tools. He uses what he's learned through worship he uses smooth stones things that have been in the water things have been submerged with the Holy Ghost things that the Holy Spirit has breathed on he uses those tools and he faces his Goliath and you all know the story when he hits Goliath he falls forward that's submission to God then he cuts because if you hit me, the velocity he should have fell backwards, but he fell forward because God says, Every knee shall bow, every knee is gonna bow. Every enemy that you've had to deal with within the last 12 months, God says, will bow. Every adverse affliction, effect, everything that you've had to encounter these last 12 months, God says, will now bow to the possession, the kingly anointing that's on your life. I see families coming back in order. Are you hearing me? Some of you, I told you if you clap you gotta say something. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Families coming back together. Families are getting healed. Identity is coming back in order you will be an embassy where they will see the presence of God they will see the spirit of God the spirit of God will dwell in this place every Goliath will be defeated the finances for the next phase are coming in Hallelujah. vision that's in your heart now becomes clear hallelujah where Goliath was facing and keeping the next move of God from coming is now Fallen. Goliath has fallen. Goliath has fallen. Are you hearing me? And you now have been upgraded to possession. Are you hearing me? From purpose to praise to possession. you hear it and where the spirit of the Lord is there's liberty man of God healing has come to your heart today are you hearing me healing you will not minister from a hurt place but from a healed place I can understand the devastation I can only have empathy for it I can't imagine that kind of pain but the Lord said because you still persevere but God says today I'm touching your heart Because the enemy wanted to take you out of here. But your legacy shall live. Because what's on you, man of God, is a generational blessing. And your daughter's and grandchildren will carry it out. And the enemy thought you would be so wounded that you would never get back into position. But God says, now I place that anointing back on you. I restore your mind. I restore your health. I restore where your emotions have been out of whack, where you have even blamed yourself, where there were things you thought you said, God, if I could have done something differently but the spirit of God said trust me trust me and even where the church disappointed you God says I moved the dagger today where they didn't understand where they spoke religious words but didn't understand that we have a high priest that has been touched by the feelings of our infirmities what do you do when leaders want to walk away but this but the Spirit of God won't let them why because he had to slay a Goliath now walk in power walk in power walk in authority out of your belly Pastor Joe I know we don't supposed to lay hands but can you just lay hands on his belly hallelujah hallelujah we breathe life into him again we command you to live live live
2: live shall live live
0: in authority we remove the yoke Goliath had been killed strength comes to you today strength for the journey Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. Can we open up and worship? Come on. God's touching. God's healing. Strength for the
2: next. Strength for the next. Strength for possession. Strength for possession. You that are online, strength for possession. Come on, come on. Come on, worship God. Goliath is dead. Possess your promise. Possess your promise. Take back your emotions. Take back your life. Take back your health.
0: His glory come on take it back goliath is dead pastor robin come here. go ahead. touch her yeah be healed
2: be healed from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet goliath is dead goliath is dead goliath is dead be set free
0: be set free hallelujah shirelle lay hands on the lady with the red dress be healed yes Be healed. Be healed.
2: Peace be still. Peace be still. Peace be still. Peace in your mind.
0: Peace in your emotions. Peace in your body. Be healed.
2: I remove the yoke. The yoke is being destroyed. Because of the anointing. Freedom. 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 Freedom.
0: I can dream again. I can dream again. I can see clearly now. Goliath is dead. Go, we gotta go. Come on, lift those hands. Lift those hands.
2: Worship God. Worship God in the beauty of holiness.
0: Businesses come alive shows of dreamers come alive winning ideas and inventions are coming money's grants fellowships scholarships
2: come for goliath is dead possess your inheritance walk in your upgrade. No more delays! No
0: more delays! Is that Sarah in the back? Run up here Sarah, run up this one. I just want you to run, just run across here. day have been broken off of your life nothing will be impossible in this season of possession promotion promotion children will be fine hurt will be healed no more acting out God will prove himself Embrace possession. Embrace your queenly anointing. No more proving, but possessing. It's over. It's over. Freedom has come. Y'all doing such an amazing job. Hallelujah. Y'all doing an amazing job. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. just want you to throw it up. Just throw it up to God. Just release. Just, yes, yes. Because you're going to soar in this next season. Yeah, fly, fly. That's the wind of God breathing on you. On your dreams again. I'm breaking limitations up off of you. I'm breaking it. Where the family said some stuff. Where the family placed limitations. Where things were spoken. Because people didn't understand the grace on your life. They wanted to outcast you just like David. Hallelujah. But God said, I'm the one that placed you here. I'm the one that called you. And God said, walk in my anointing. Soar soar above your Goliath is defeated fresh oil fresh oil fresh oil fresh oil I'm pouring on you fresh oil I'm stealing in in the spirit where you're saying God is me and God say I see you I see you and I am coming your way your feet up, just pick them up, just pick them up, because there's movement in your life again, Pastor Robin, I'm going to lead you one more time, just grab her, because she just need a little push, just get behind her, she needs just a little push. Just push a little bit more. I see chains being broken as you're being pushed. You are a quiet storm. And in this season you shall become all that God has said. You shall be the possessor of your soul, of your emotions. God says, I'm in, I'm in unentangling you from the snares of the enemy trying to keep you locked down, not becoming who I called you to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He said, walk in new territory. Walk in new places, walk in new arenas, utilize gifts in your operating system that have been lying dormant. your intellect balance it with the spirit cause God's gonna speak some stuff that ain't gonna make sense to you he say do it watch me prove myself my time is up come on let's lift those hands one last time I wanna make sure I'm seeing everybody clearly The Lord says, You have an audience with me. The Lord says, It is not about your skill. It is about my presence. And God said, But I've been looking for skilled musicians that I can make minstrels. Because the anointing on you is going to perfect and provoke the prophetic in the house said that minstrel anointing that's on you is going to cause the prophetic to increase in the house because what's on you must increase and we need some more minstrels with the right heart posture minstrels that serve and humble themselves. Minstrels that spend time with God outside of rehearsal. Minstrels that have a relationship with God, not just when they need to learn a song, but daddy, I just want to be in your presence. And as you do that, every demon of your soul will fall. Every desire in your heart will come to pass because God says I place the dream there but God said it must be done in order and it must be in my timing and God says you're entering a season of possession God said don't shortchange what's on you to accommodate your peers end all be all is not recording the end all be all is not being known as a musician the end all be all is when you have an audience that every time you touch a key it gets daddy's presence and daddy comes in the room because what's on you is going to affect everybody here question you is a touching everybody here because there is a sound that has been coming out of this corner that demons have been trembling this day and the upgrades were able to happen because of the glory that's coming out of this corner and it's the glory of the Lord where priests won't be able to minister when you start playing well, hearts will be changed. Demons will drive, leave out of here because of what's here. So guard your character and your conduct. You can't attach to everybody because they are trying to contaminate what God is doing to you and in you. Are you hearing me? i see doors opening i see doors but it's character first are you hearing me but i'm hearing the sound there is a new sound there is a new sound that you are going to usher in the earth it's not going to be for its familiar It's going to be a unique sound that when demons hear it, they're going to leave. When they hear it, they're going to submit. Your music, I see voices attached to each note and when you start playing, those notes will be words in the hearer's ears and it will bring life and freedom they will begin to create because God sung creation into existence. But He had to first brood over it. And God says, Allow me to blow before I speak. And I'm going to use you all to do it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got to go. I'm through. I'm through. I'm quitting. I'm quitting. Hallelujah. Quitting.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, get your mouth open. Just begin to worship. Come on, Hallelujah. begin to honor God for the word. Come on, let's honor Him for the Word. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Even at home, if you can stand to your feet, I know you. We've been in here in a good while, and I'm not making an apology for it. I'm honoring it, and I'm honoring that I'm pushing you. That's all I'm saying it for. I'm not upset, mad about the time or anything. I don't want you to think that, because I recognize if we're going to cross into new dimensions, I told you on the other week, we got to have some endurance. We got to get some spiritual energy in our tank that we can endure until God finishes. Come on. Until God's hands lifted, even at home, you should be standing. And I want you to just begin to worship him. Come on. And begin to receive the, receive the upgrade. And through your mouth, and through your confession, I want you to invite upgrade into your life. Come on, you gotta have, you gotta be able to worship, you gotta be able to invite the upgrade into your life, Lord. It's for me, Lord. I accept the challenge of my character improving. I accept the challenge of being more than my gift, I accept the, the challenge of having a personal life of worship and letting it overflow from personal from private into public Lord come on I accept the upgrade I accept the discipline I accept it I accept the discipline I even hear the Holy Spirit I accept the correction the correction of priorities come on the correction I accept it come on one thing the prophet does is put a plumb line and put things in order for the prophets mantle and there's been some order set for us and some order set for you and you got to accept it come on because otherwise you're going to feel like pastor joe and pastor robin are trying to do something in your life that you don't want to do but it's time for you to stop submitting to the spirit of god come on it's time for you to start submitting to the will of god over your life come on we submit to you god we submit to the upgrade We submit to the change we submit to the transformation we submit and I also want you to appreciate the word from Apostle Lee because many of us get all queasy and we get weak and we want to hide from that type of word but your life and your next dimension needs a word that straightens you up and gets you in posture and in position and some of us been queasy. Every time God get hard on us, we go somewhere and hide. But the Bible says he chastised those he loved. And it's a word of correction and love. Now I want you to receive that. Thank you for correcting me. Thank you for disciplining me. Thank you for
2: setting me straight. I don't want to be crooked. I said, I don't want to be crooked. I want to be set straight. I don't want to be perverted
1: be perverse I want to be straight and aligned for the blessing and if you can receive that I'm, I want to be aligned for the will I want to be aligned for the promise I don't want to be perverse crooked wicked come on I feel an anointing to get us there and there are few of you you're going there you're no longer queasy like you can't handle the things of God but well, we're ready for the upgrade yeah
3: leaving out of the presence and going back to the thing that you left. You dropped it in the presence while you were here, but you go home and your mind and your flesh tells you to to go back. No longer. Today is the, the day of reckoning. Yep. The, the the day is the, today is the day of decision your, your, your decisions not only determine your destiny but your, your direction yes. determines your de- destiny yes. so if God has straightened you out right and he puts you on the right path to turn around and change direction it alters to your it alters your destiny you can't get to where God has you to go if you have turned and revert today the demons fall he talked about Goliath falling today is the day that the today is the day that the demons fall so because the demon has failed, what does it look like for me to go and help him get back up? When you return back to the vomit and you go, it is like you going to pick the demon back up. That thing that was abusing you, misusing you, mistreating you, set you on a road of destruction and you go and pick him back up. What kind of mind do I have? It's the leftist mind being you that was also in Christ Jesus. So today the demons fall. lying falls. Fornication falls. Drinking falls. Of smoking falls uh huh it's not just the herb from the ground that god gave us it is the it's the demon that keeps you in the pattern of where your life is been you haven't gotten any better by doing it has your life improved with it have you accomplished what god calls you accomplish with it you got to make the decisions and let them stay there let it stay dead. Cast the devil out. And so we take on the mind of Christ and we evict the mind of the flesh. Our minds are being renewed now. We are being strengthened now to walk with you and stay in step and in pace with your glory. We are your children, Father. And we break allegiance with the enemy because that's what that is. When you return back to the vomit and you return back, let me just stay in the middle. When you return back to the vomit and and you stay back, I mean, and you return back, you come back in allegiance and serve that master it's like a salute it's like saying you know i broke away from it
4: but i came
3: back and i bowed to it when you return back to the vomit when you return back to the devil when you return back to the sin it is saluting it and says i'll serve you you're the one that I live for. So no longer tell yourself, I can't do it by myself. I can't do it. I can't. Yes, you can. 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 Yes, you can live for him. You can do all things through Christ. It is Christ who gives us the shrimp to walk away now. I didn't tell you that it didn't give you pleasure. I, I'm not not ignoring that it it gave you some feel good, right? But it's to your detriment to be in allegiance with the enemy, the thing that's coming to destroy you. It's decision day, people it's decision day. Pentecost was I they sat in a place waiting for it. They made a decision to sit here and wait until the promise comes. Today is decision day. Will you allow the deli- God to deliver you from homosexuality? would you will you allow the, the Lord to deliver you from lesbianism? Alcoholism? drug abuse sexual immorality lying cheating stealing being mean and hateful will you allow the Lord and, and can you make a decision to decide today and when I walk out and go in my home and sit on my couch not to revert back to the computer to look at that porn again or, 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 or are you gonna let it grip you and hold you and tell you that, I, that you gotta live with it no the devil is alive Today is decision day. You got to decide. You can be cute all in here for us. And because you say, oh, it's glory in here. But you need to take glory in your car and go glory to your house and get glory in your bedroom and in your bathroom and in your floor, in your basement or wherever you may be. You need to take glory with you. It's not by your power or your might. But it's by the Holy Spirit. It's by the Spirit. I, I told you, and I've been telling you, and I've been ta- talking to the inner senses, you gotta get the Holy Ghost working in you. Right? Because you'll go around and lay up with this man and let this man tell you all kinds of good stuff. But if the Holy Spirit, and all the while, is saying, no. She ain't the one, but your flesh is in control. let them die. Let that flesh stay dead. Today is decision day and we're deciding to go with the Lord.
1: So father, come on, let's thank you for the word. that's the word again. We're making the decision. Thank you and while we're here. Elder Ezekiel was scheduled for to do the benediction, our communion. One of the things about Elder Ezekiel, I appreciate his leadership throughout all the pandemic and what we've been. He's been so faithful, so... He's been doing their different aspects of carrying the grace of God, and I really appreciate him. Thank you for your servitude. So, one of the things that... I got up to do the communion and Pastor Robin today as Apostle Lee was ministering I heard the word of the Lord towards us and so this is our final communion as it relates to how we carried it every Sunday as a part of the covenant with God I heard the Holy Ghost say this is the last one today because this is what he said to me when he said because i've been faithful he said i did just what you asked me to do that's what he told me to do i told the lord to keep us strong to keep us connected and i told the lord very personally i didn't want to do a funeral for truth gatherers members I came in a covenant with god i said god i know what's going on and i don't mean no harm nothing what's going on in anybody else's church or anything i don't mean nothing about it i'm very sensitive to what I, but i told god god i mean business with you i'm gonna follow your word i'm gonna follow your instruction on how we should go and i mean it i want no loss of life i don't want to do one funeral for one that's what i told god and I've been every part I said God I mean business about it I'm in covenant with you and I sat there today he said as a sign of my promise he said this is the last one today he said because I kept my word I've been a God of covenant and then before we take this communion can we thank God that he kept his word to us as a church those who may be visiting you may not understand it but since we had last year in 2020 in 2020 as we went into 2020 uh, and the pandemic hit we began to take covenant covenant with God through communion every Sunday whether you are at home and whether whether you were in person or whatever we did and we had a covenant God said today marks the end of that period where you were going through he said because I'm now moving you into a different phase of ministry and I'm moving you out of the pandemic phase that you were in he said but I want you to celebrate me that I've kept my word and I preserved your life I know we still experience pain and I know other people have lost our lost their lives we're sensitive to that but we cannot allow that to keep us from giving God the glory for what he did honor because if some people didn't leave, well, our hearts are broken but we accept that God allowed it even through the pandemic alright, that's hard to do but we accept thank you for the word to help us to help us to accept things and move on but I need everybody especially truth gathers to worship God for being a keeper and preserving our lives some of us had COVID-19 but God preserved you know, hallelujah, come on, he didn't allow it to ravage your families, he didn't allow it to ravage your children, come on but he preserved you, and we thank him, and we honor him today for his word, we kept your covenant God, we kept the communion with you, you said this will be a signic sign that I will keep you, and I will put the blood
2: over your doorposts, and I will put the blood over your household, and I will preserve you through the thing, thank you See it, Holy Ghost. We've been preserved, God. Thank you, Oshata. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Preserved for the upgrade. Thank you, Lord. Every bill was paid. Thank you, Lord. You preserved us. God, I'm thankful. Hallelujah. God, I'm thankful. Hey, Moshe. If you know God's in covenant with your destiny, I need you to worship him for being in covenant with your destiny. In covenant with where you're going. In
1: covenant with your footsteps. He's in covenant with us, and He's kept His word. He's preserved us for the upgrade. And Father, today we honor you with this communion. Lift the bread; it represents the body. He was bruised that we be whole break it eat, eat all of it thank you jesus what you did on the cross you promised to keep us thank you for the blood the blood covers sin the blood was shed for sin the blood remiss sin we're able to approach and come before your holy throne We're able to worship. We're able to say thank you, Jesus. We're able to be kings and priests because of the place you put us in because of the blood. And we drink ye all of it. Hallelujah. Now, right before those you right in the bottom of your... your seat you'll see a little circle those who have a seat in front of you see that little circle drop that there the ushers are getting before we leave lift your hands and praise him come on everybody we're about to go together but God has preserved us this was our last one as relates to every Sunday We'll get back on tour with a normal schedule of communion. But that was every Sunday. God said, you're out of that season. And we accept that he has preserved us. Before we go, let's thank God for our guest psalmist, Wayne Hall. Thank you. Thank God for our apostle. Lee Lyons, come on, stand to your feet. We're about to go home. We'll go Now I want to give him praise. Come on, everybody, give him praise. Give him praise. this time of anointing seal us in the thing that has kept us. Preserve us to our next time of worship on Wednesday night where we begin to testify of your goodness. As we leave this place never your presence. We give your name, praise and glory. In Jesus' name, I love you all. God bless you. In Jesus' name, you are dismissed.
0: We hope you've been blessed by this fresh word from Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. Pastor Joseph Davis and the
4: congregation invite you to join them. You can find more information by following them on social
0: media. Just look up Truth Gatherers Dream Center Church. And we pray that God will bless you richly and abundantly in the coming days, knowing that he
4: is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him.